Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, so uh, I get a lot of comments about these rants, and it's funny because I had never, I still have never listened to a podcast before, and I didn't really know what this whole medium was about, and I'm not on television now, and one of the things I really did like about Housewives was the absurdity and just the ability to say anything that you wanted or felt. That was very liberating for me because... um, I need to express myself. I'm one of these people. Some people need to work out. Some people need to have sex. Some people probably need to murder people. I, you know, those are those types of people. But I need to vent and rant and say things that aggravate me. And when I did stand-up comedy for the first and only time, one of the comedians, I just want to give her the credit that she deserves, and I'm just blacking out. So anyway, she um, she identified that my comedy or the things that I want to talk about are these sort of things that I'm aggravated about. Um, and it's such a great vehicle here to just talk about them. You don't have to agree with me. You could think I'm insane. It's just these ramblings of a lunatic that you, you know, you're on the subway or you're taking your kids to school or you 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 look somebody up and down about what they're wearing or, you know, the, the moms that decide to dress like in hair and makeup and the people like me who dress like, 
you know, we live in a sewer. And so basically it's just like thoughts that go on throughout the day. And I'll text my assistant. I'll say some, I'll text her something she doesn't understand at all. Like I'll just be like paying forget a mantra. Like that's what I'll text her. Okay. It's, it's, and it will get there at some point. And then I just, sometimes I read them on the piece of paper. I forget what I even said or what I thought, you know, I'll be out in a restaurant with someone and someone will, something will drive me crazy. Like when a waiter's like, have you dined with us before? I'm like, I haven't, but I somehow feel I'll be able to navigate the scrawl on this piece of paper and that I see a kitchen. So I think there's a man or a woman who's going to cook some food and I think you're going to bring it out. But the larger entrees are meant to be shared. I'm like, Ooh, that's so interesting. The things that are at the top of the appetizers. So like these are the types of things I think about. What's your water preference? I'd fucking like it to be liquid if it's possible. But it needs you want to be ripped off to the nth degree? Or do you do you know I have been around the world. I've traveled a lot and I still feel like an idiot every time it's like the wine. Do you want to talk about the wine? Let's just talk. You know what's going to happen. You could put the best wine at the top of the $2 price tag and the shittiest one with the $75 price tag. And if someone's on a date and wanting to impress someone, they're going to get the $75 one. I'm in the liquor business. I have a wine brand. I have no idea. We say these words like Chablis. When I was a kid, it was Chablis. And and when I was a kid, what we call now rosé seemed to be white Zinfandel. And it wasn't even white, I don't think. I think it was pink. But Zinfandel was like a cheapy type of Asti Spumanti, like wine in a box vibe thing. And now rosé is pink and that was not in when I was younger. So these types of things that we think about, that I think about, that's what we're going to do today. Just I'm going to rant about things that I've been talking about. And I'm probably going to get myself into trouble or we'll edit some of these out. I don't know. Where do I begin? Well, first I want to talk about fashion because first of all, when you listen to this, I sound like I'm not current because it's not exactly when things are happening. We edit it and it might air a week later to a month later, depending upon the guest and the topic, et cetera. So if I'm talking about the Met Gala, which was last night for me, you might be hearing it a week later, but I'm not, this is not a podcast for current events. It's sort of, if I talk about, something or someone like if some some someone famous or some famous couple or some event it's only because it's a matter that transcends this moment meaning i don't care about popular culture i don't care who's sleeping with who i only care about what it means meaning what the construct is so if i'm talking about the met gala and i'm talking about fashion i'm talking about what it means what the what the what it means to us who are watching and who aren't really involved and who it's it's this show and the met gala has evolved because if you look at pictures when they flash back and you see donna karen or um elizabeth hurley or someone they wore gowns beautiful gowns it wasn't so crazy until i remember i think rihanna broke through with all her like the like, real costume institute moments. Um, So I'm thinking about this year's Met Gala and I'm thinking about um, the Kardashians and J-Lo and the way they present and the evolution of it. And in some ways it's really become this competition. Like these, the, the, the fashion shows are always about the designers who design and what are they, who designs the best design for these models and muses? 
But there really isn't a show that is about who's wearing the best. We do that. We're sort of the court of public opinion judging who wore the best, who wore it best. But there's no show really saying it out loud. Like there are people, their opinions, this person won the night, this person looked terrible, but no one's sort of really saying, no, that person actually won. So this year I thought that Kendall Jenner won. I thought she was spectacular, extraordinary. I thought that dress was elegant, but still a moment, like not safe, daring and sheer, but so because it's pays homage to what the event really is. And then other people do these sort of clown suits, crazy things that everyone has to talk about and thinks are amazing because you sort of don't even know how to understand it. So the guy from Schitt's Creek, who I love, Daniel Levy, did this outfit that was outrageous, but I don't know that I liked it. It just was so crazy that you have to talk about it. Same thing with um, ASAP Rocky. He was wearing a blanket. Like it was a blanket of pom-poms that looked like someone's grandmother made it. Like how much did he pay for that? Because I get that it was a moment, but it was a giant blanket. I want to snuggle in that in my house. Was that not a blanket? It was a big blanket. So like, you know, we have to be reduced to the, that we don't understand. Because remember that conversation that Anna Wintour had in Devil Wears Prada about how Cerulean Blue is derivative of all these different moments. So we're, you know, if I could literally wear, uh, you know, a, a vintage telephone booth as a dress and, oh, well, yes, I mean, obviously I get it. Anybody who knows would get why you're wearing a vintage telephone booth. But I could just, it's sort of like art. You're just like fucking with people. But then someone like Rihanna, it's, it seems like you do get it because she was wearing that that beanie, that cap with diamonds. Like, you know that there was a whole narrative there. And I'm sure there was too for ASAP Rocky. They went together. There's a story. But sometimes it just seems like, let me wear something absurd and ridiculous that's expensive and get away with it. But I, you know, about fashion and about who gets invited to the Met Ball, like why does Khloe Kardashian and Courtney aren't A-list enough and they have 130 to 180 million followers. But Madison Beer, who wore a Dolce Gabbana dress that I literally have very similar one I wore 20 years ago to a Victoria's Secret fashion show that I bought at a sample sale. And she wore a pink version of that. So that wasn't very daring. And I don't think that she's really anyone in fashion, but she has a ton of TikTok followers. And so does Addison Rae, who someone said she borrowed a dress from Kourtney Kardashian. So she was invited because she's an influencer and younger. So I guess like Chloe and Courtney are in purgatory. They're right in the middle. They're definitely influencers, but they're older. So this year they wanted either icons or young influencers because I can't see how Addison Ray would be there and not Courtney. Um, and then Megan Fox is there. And isn't she more relevant now because she's in a relationship with someone that's very relevant? What didn't she sort of go away for a minute? So we all don't understand exactly what is why. And guess what? The HBIC, Anna Wintour, gets to decide whatever the fuck she wants. She could invite whoever she wants. She could invite Urkel. That brings me to the Kardashians. Uh, Kendall Jenner is a supermodel. Kylie pushes the fashion envelope all the time. Um, but Kim, in wearing that all-black ensemble, which I said yesterday, they said that Kanye unfollowed her, and I believe that that's sort of some connected message to this this costume. I just think that it's not unrelated. There's something that they're in on. But she said herself, she always wanted to be on the cover of Vogue. She's had, you know, this is goals for her. She wanted to be invited to the Met Ball. One, I think the first year she got invited because of Kanye. Then she got invited in her own right the next year. Kylie was invited. Chris is invited. 
Courtney and Chloe are not. That's got to bug them. They do everything the same and everything together, but that maybe probably makes the two sisters feel more elevated. And, and, but I have to say for Kim, she has committed to this life. Like she, she, she told a story. If this is supposed to be impact and theatrics and escapism, she accomplished that. Like I saw that black outfit on the stairs. Like I'm giving her full props for being disruptive for saying I'm here and I can take chances and do it my own way and, you know, own the room. And, you know, a lot of people don't give them props. It always is given props, but well, she's a billion dollars, bought the sex tape or well, whatever. Like I'm just giving straight up props. It takes so much work. I, for me to go to that event, I, I would be planning for 11 months. I would figure out a way to rock it. I would make it my business. But like these girls, JLo had been at the Venice Film Festival with Ben Affleck in full regalia with diamonds everywhere. Right before that, she was at the Dolce show looking like a app, like literal, like brocade queen with the craziest costume. Like that, that was the costume, the Met Gala. That was crazy. Her outfit there was crazier than her costume at the Met Gala. Then she goes with Ben Affleck to Venice again, I think, for his film festival. Unless I'm mixing stories. No, I think she went back. I don't know. She was there for Dolce Gabbana. Then Ben had a thing and she went with him. Then she went to the VMAs. Then she went to the Met Gala in like that, like Indiana Jones outfit. Like, do you know how exhausting that is? That whole thing, dad alone. I mean, she's got kids. She's got a job. She's got a relationship. She's got a mother. She's got a house. She must, I mean, not that we're complaining. Nobody likes to hear like the rich complaining about being exhausted and she's not complaining. I'm just saying these people are committing to really just win to make a statement. And what do we all think of that? A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people think there are real things going on in the world, but it, that's escapism. You know, I'm the first one. I, I deal with a lot of real things going on in the world, a lot of natural disasters, a lot of crazy stuff and people dying. But, you know, it's what it's escapism and people want to see something. And so they're putting on a show to entertain others, us on the other side, in times of stress. I mean, that's not their purpose. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not overstating. They're all, they all want attention. They want it. They love it. They want to win the night. I just think it's just an interesting conversation. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. All right, so cancellation is obviously a thing. It's cancellation nation. And I was talking to my assistants yesterday about cancellation. And sometimes we'll say, is that person canceled? I'll always say, is that person canceled? Because as I said another time on this podcast, there's no jury. No one put down the gavel and said, yes, this person's canceled. You are canceled. So some people are undeniably canceled. Obviously, like Bill O'Reilly's canceled. Harvey Weinstein is canceled. Like banished to an island forever. Being a criminal should be in a different category. So that's the Harvey Weinstein thing. But, you know, like Matt Lauer was a pretty big cancellation. And whether you agree with that or not, it's just that was a pretty big cancellation. And and um, and Brian Williams was not a cancellation. That was a demotion. OK, and that's what we're going to get into. So Brian, Paula Dean was a cancellation. Nick Cannon was a demotion, had a bad moment that was being demoted. Years ago, Don Imus said something about women. Um, and I don't even want to say because it, it was about women on a basketball team and it was like a racist derogatory comment. Canceled. OK, Juliana Rancic said something about Zendaya demoted. OK, Chrissy Teigen with the thing about her saying that stuff to that girl. Demoted. Olivia Jade, and it was a bad one, okay? Olivia Jade, because she was like an influencer, et cetera, demoted. Chrissy Teigen still has 30 million followers. Olivia Jade still has how many followers? And she's on Dancing with the Stars. Nick Cannon still has whatever followers, and he's on Mass Singer, I think, this is the host. So these people don't may not have all the different promotion deals, endorsement deals, but they've, so they've been demoted. So my assistant said to me, what about Erica Jane? Has she been canceled? I'm like, no, she's on trial right now. The trial, the judge, no judge has put the gavel down. Like, and because she hasn't had her mea culpa, she hasn't said her thing. She, she's, 
she's definitely semi-demoted, but she's on a show that's celebrated for trashiness and scandal. You know, Teresa arguably was elevated by going to jail and that's like sort of street cred. And, you know, but the Salahis who broke into the White House and that show got canceled, they were canceled. So it's very gray. People get demoted, people in purgatory waiting to see what's happening. I ran into Chrissy Teigen when she was in purgatory. I didn't think she was going to fully get canceled. She definitely hasn't gotten canceled, but she's definitely been checked. And it may not be the same, but to me, I don't know. 30 million followers seems like a pretty serious following to me. So then we talked, so this is about Erica Jane. So my assistant said, well, that's crazy. What's going on now? Now, obviously, I've, I know what's going on. I haven't seen the show, but I have a specific perspective on this. So Dennis Shields is my ex-fiance. He passed away. He owned a company called Law Cash. It was the largest funder, one of the largest funders of litigation in the country. And so funders of litigation, it's what happened with Hulk Hogan. He couldn't have fought that case that he won if he didn't have someone backing him in that litigation. Most people don't know this is even a business and people don't like this business, but I'm just reporting the news. So there are these people that fund litigation. And so it has, it happened like Anna Nicole Smith, I think had litigation funding, Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein may have, or they talk about it because they, they're not going to be able to afford their, uh, litigation. And, you know, it happens on every level. It happens with uh, companies that if you, that's when you always see all these commercials, you see these billboards. Uh, John Morgan does it in Florida. He basically, if you get into an accident or class action suits, transvaginal mesh, things that happen from baby powder, like any of these kind of things, these big lawsuits that are class action lawsuits, mass torts, I'm getting complicated, but you understand what I'm saying. These lawyers do this. So that's, so John Morgan is one. There's, I know a lot of them because I met them through Dennis and I went to these sort of conferences with him and I've met them and some of them are billionaire lawyers, like major, major lawyers. Some have taken down like the NFL, Volkswagen, Chinese drywall, like major shit, big tobacco. Okay, that's, that's that kind of stuff. So Tom Girardi was a lawyer that worked in that space, which is why I've met him, which is why Dennis knew him. So Dennis had never seen the show. So this was in 2018. So Dennis and I watched the show, The Beverly Hills Housewives. I don't. I didn't watch this season. I I, I dabbled. So he watched a little because he um, knew Tom Girardi and he knew of Erica Jane because Tom used to send Dennis videos of Erica and Dennis would be like a little uncomfortable. He'd be like, "Watch it in your office when you're alone." That's what Tom would say to Dennis, and he'd be like, "That's creepy and weird." So. Um, we once ran into, I met Tom at like a lawyer's conference. I think it was in Florida or LA. I can't remember. I think it was, it was LA, a lawyer's conference. Um, so I knew, I was aware of Tom. And also I saw Aaron Brockovich. And, um, and I told Dennis that Erica said on the show that she spent $50,000 a month on her glam. And I also told him that her private planes, she had two private planes. And he said, what? And I said, yeah. And my experience is especially with the housewives, but everywhere as well, but really particularly with the housewives. If someone's flaunting their money, they don't really have it. And a lot of that's happened with a lot of the girls on all of the shows. And I can tell you that in New York, people write that they have like 50, $75 million. All the girls have probably between like four and $8 million. And that's a lot of money, but people like, you know, and then there are ones that were on before that have, that really don't have a lot of money at all. But the media makes it like they do. And particularly on Beverly Hills, there have been a lot of all show and no go girls. And the more that they, they flaunt it and the more that they, 
you know, brag about it, usually there's something wrong. I've always found if you're really flaunting your money, then you probably don't really have it. So I was talking to Dennis about this and I was, you know, Christopher Buckle, I know is a friend of mine. He was doing her makeup and she was spending a crazy amount of money. She said, this costs 50,000 a month. And I was like, holy shit, $600,000 a year. Now I have money. I make money. I, I, you know, I was like, that's rolling really deep. And that's just a nut that would be hard to sustain. And Dennis said to me, he doesn't have it like that. He owes me money. He owes me half a million dollars. I know this other guy, he owes a million and a half dollars. He doesn't have money. He owes everybody money. And I go, what are you talking about? How is she flying around on the big plane and the small plane? And he said, it's not because he's using people's money to support her lifestyle. He's he's using the company's money to support her lifestyle. Dennis said this. And I said, what are you, what are you talking about? And now don't get me wrong. I didn't know everything about specifics. I didn't know what kind of cases he was working on. I didn't know there was a, an airplane flight. I didn't focus on it that much. I just was focusing on the five, the $600,000 a year. And Dennis was like, yeah, no, he owes me money and it aggravates everybody. I said, why, why would he do that? He goes, he can't say no to her. Dennis said, he can't say no to her. Okay. So now we were away in um, New Orleans in May of 2018. And we ran into, uh, not ran into, went to meet these other like billionaire lawyers that, that Dennis knows. And also people that Dennis worked with who I know, I've mentioned it too. And it was a well-known secret. Like it was a well-known, it was a widely known best kept secret. Like it was the worst kept secret. You know what I'm saying? So, so this lawyer who I don't want to bring these other people into it, when Dennis said to that him, because he doesn't folk, he doesn't watch the housewives. So Dennis said, do you know, and he's actually, he's like, do you know Erica Jane spends $500,000 so $50,000 a month on her, her, her hair and her makeup. And the guy's like, what? He owes everybody money. He's being sued by everybody. So it was a thing. So I knew about it. So I don't know. Like, that's just what happens. Things take a long time to come out. But everybody in that industry knew about it. All these major lawyers that I'm talking about around the country that are in this industry, they all knew about it. And I, I told Christopher Buckle about it. I told... Andy Cohen about it, just to say, like, it's not what you think. You know, Erica, I have met, I met her at Christina Aguilera's birthday party. Erica performed. We had a nice, very brief conversation. She, we've like, you know, social media at each other and she sent me boots, which were great. And I think she's interesting. I think, oh, I met her. She came to my house because we did the crossover. I think she's interesting. I'm sure she has an interesting story. I think she's tough. I think she brings it with the fashion, is polarizing, and she seems strong, and she's had a, you know, a unique history. I don't know her that well. And when I told it to Lisa Rinna and Kyle, I just said it like, they don't got it like that. Like, it's something, you know, her, her husband, everybody knows in that industry that he owes a lot of people money, that he uh, is also being sued by many of them. So when this came out, I don't know, during the pandemic last year, I didn't even really know about it. Um, and he called me and he goes, holy shit, you really do know it all. He's like, you told me about this years ago. I'm like, yeah, I told you. Like, no, I, I, you know, I hashtag, I know it all. So I knew about this whole thing. Um, I knew since, yeah, pro probably 2017 and 2018, I knew about this. So definitely, because we all were away that summer. It was the summer before in LA that I met him. Dennis told me about this in 2017. And this all came out in, I guess, 2020. So it wasn't a very well-kept secret in that industry, but we're in the entertainment industry and that's very different. So it's crazy. I haven't seen it, but I, when I was talking to my assistants about people getting canceled, 
they said, this is like crazy that you haven't talked about this because I haven't been really paying attention closely. And I didn't realize this is like a major thing that everyone's talking about. So I, you know, Andy said it to me and I said it and forget it. I just like, I didn't know. And I, I haven't seen the show. I just, I think when I left, I just sort of left that franchise and took a cleanse. So I don't know what's really going on, but it seems to be like a very big conversation. And, um, and I think that the reason that I brought that up today is talking about people's need to show what they have. I remember the first season, Alex and Simon going in St. Bart's and spending like a hundred and something thousand dollars. And they had, you know, they didn't have it like that, but they felt like the show would catch up with what they were spending, meaning, you know, and there are other people on the Beverly, you know, Beverly Hills and other franchises that have done the same. And for some people it works out the money that you're making catches up with the way that you're spending, but for others it doesn't. And that's a dangerous game. If people are flaunting and showing a lot of what they have, very often it's all show and no go. And people are just so tempted. They must, they must show a lifestyle and you cannot create a life out of a lifestyle. You can create a lifestyle out of a life, but you cannot like, you can't lifestyle your way into a life. And I think that people just get so tempted to show everything and say everything instead of just keeping quiet. And that's so much stronger. Saying nothing is so much stronger. Just being more subtle about it is so much more powerful and, and strong, but it's, there's something in our society where everybody needs to show what they have and Instagram, you know, hashtag blessed equals hashtag bragging. You know, every time hashtag blessed, someone's always on a private plane. Someone's always, you know, on the back of a yacht because they're hashtag blessed. Like if you're healthy and your kids are healthy and they love you and they adore you and they're snuggling and it's, it was just a natural disaster, you're hashtag blessed because you're on the back of a yacht, you're hashtag bragging. So I just think that people, because of Instagram and because of filters and because of look at me and because look how good my ass looks and look how bad yours looks is what they're effectively saying because that's what everyone feels. And let me filter my picture and let me bullshit my way through everything. There's usually something they're hiding. How This is how perfect my relationship is. And then you find out four years later and then you want to bring that person down because the people who get brought down the worst, the people who get canceled the worst are the people that were flaunting, bragging, fronting, looking down upon, really just I'm up here and you're down here. So just think about that in your life. Even if you're not on television, even if you're not on The Housewives, just think about what you're saying, what you're doing, how you're living, because what goes up must come down. And who you see on the way up, you're going to see on the way down. So that's why I brought up the topic of the Erica Jane situation. That's why people all over the internet are writing about her shopping and the clothes and the the yachts and the glam and the shoes and the diamonds and the planes and all this stuff. Because the people, you know, in that industry and the people who really knew, knew that they were all getting robbed. Do you know people who are just showing and you know that they don't really have it like that and you feel that they're going to have a greater fall publicly in your circle when things go, if things go wrong, or do you feel a greater sense of indulgence when somebody gets canceled, when they've been fronting and stunting? If someone's just been sort of minding their own business and they say something wrong, is their cancellation different? than somebody who's been fronting and stunting? Do you want to just grab them and pull them down? Someone's been flaunting their relationship, how perfect it is, flaunting how perfect their body is, and something goes wrong, and you feel better about that at that time because 
they've just shoved it up your ass. So that's what I think. And I don't think that's talked about. Cancellation's talked about, but the terms, the cancellation policy is not talked about. The terms of your cancellation is not talked about. And I think that's very important and very relevant. And like I said, I don't care about celebrities. I don't care about who people are sleeping. If you've listened to the podcast, you know, I don't care about these people. I can't, you know, I care about what it means. I care about socially what it means. I care about how we're living and I care about lessons and takeaway. That's what I care about. So had Erica Jane not, you know, had, had, the different people on the housewives that say that constantly brag and freak out if you find out that they are being sued or freak out if you find out that they really don't have the money or that they owe people or that they're renting their house or that, you know, they had a bad situation or that they have skeletons in their past. Are you more aggravated when they've pretended everything's perfect? That's the thing. It's so much easier to just be flawed and just be honest. But everybody needs everybody else to think that they're better than they actually are. And everybody wants to keep up with the Joneses. I just started zero. I just don't wear makeup. So when I put it on, I look good. People are like, wow, you look beautiful. And I really probably don't. I just, the bar so low. Mother's Day is May 12th. And Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico. My accent's not the best, but I'm trying. But I know Puerto Rico well. I've been there so many times. I be strong has done so many missions after Hurricane Maria. 
It is more than just a name. It is a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. The unique Bariqua spirit infuses the island's culinary landscape with a one-of-a-kind passion and point of view unlike anywhere else. I love Puerto Rico. I've been there twice in the last year. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, so being somebody that's always in pajamas, always, and never has hair and makeup on, never, like really, really never, 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 probably 98% of the time, never. So when I go out, like I have a bat mitzvah on Saturday, I'm going to do my hair and do my makeup and try to look somewhat cute and that's that's okay. And because I like my skin to be fresh and free always, I just don't like makeup on me, I don't like lashes on me, I don't like hair spray, I like just free. Um so I'll go out this Saturday and that'll be a thing. Like that's going to be an hour more than I would ever take to go just out to dinner. When I go out to dinner with Paul, I put my clothes on. I put a little lip gloss on. If it's the summer, it's great because it's a hat and sunglasses and it's the winter. Maybe just put a ponytail on. Hope we don't, you know, run into someone. I know it sounds like maybe that's not making an effort, but I'll put a cute outfit on and some lip gloss and I go to dinner. Um, I think time is so valuable. So that extra it could be like an hour and a half to get your hair and makeup done. So that extra hour of my life is not worth it to me. The, na- the nails, I don't wear nail polish at all. I never wear nail polish. I just get my, na- my nails done, have them buffed. Because all that is time in my life. And maybe people are less busy. But then I look at these major celebrities and I think about, so I know how long that takes to get ready. Like I know how long it takes Beyonce or J-Lo, like three times, to- Kim Kardashian, like Three to four times that it takes me to get ready. Chrissy Teigen definitely takes like two to two and a half hours if she's doing something major and probably like an hour and a half, two hours. But if like there's hair stuff involved, like hair pieces or wigs are being or falls, like the long thing, that's like a long time. So they have to do all of that, then do like whatever the press of it is, like the theatrics of it. How exactly am I posing? And when did the jewelry get there? And what exactly is the bag? And what's the overall look? And it's not just like when I do my hair and makeup, I just pray for the best to put on an outfit and the hair looks pretty much the same every time. I don't sit down and be like, all right, I want to look like Joan of Arc. Tomorrow I look like Elizabeth Taylor. I'm going for this. I'm going for that. I'm going for goth. Like they have a whole plan. So there's like a whole creative meeting too with stylists and all, and that's a job. And I know it's their job and I know it's part of them making money. It's part of the whole thing. But from like a time suck perspective, so that would take up so much time. They're out like every night doing these events. So then if they have kids, how do you spend a ton of time with your kids? Because you got to take your kids to school, back from school, dinner, night, bedtime, talk, fun, pumpkin picking, Christmas decorations, all that. Then have a relationship. But then that person you're in a relationship also has that whole circus. I mean, I don't think that the the men, you know, the men don't have the same circus, but they still have the whole stylist. And I forgot to even mention the stylist. I was just talking about the hair and makeup, the clothes. Oh my God. Annie, my assistant just said to me, like, do you want to have a, a stylist for your book cover shoot? And I was like, 
oh my God, if we had to bring over our own clothes, it's like a rolling rack and it's shoes and it's all this stuff. I'm like, sure, but that will be a whole process doing that and the different outfits and changing. I mean, it's a full-time thing. So it's hard, I, it's hard to imagine two people both having to do that whole circus, both having kids, both having obligations, both having major careers. Like, I don't know, I would be literally exasperated the entire time. Like the way J-Lo showed up to that Dolce Gabbana thing in Venice was nothing short of theatrical. Like it was, and she had a different outfit every meal. And there were definitely a whole entourage, there was definitely a whole entourage there doing that with her. But like, that is so much work. We're watching like an amazing show. You know, it's an absolute like Vegas. I don't mean that in a derogatory way, like an absolute, like a spectacle, a show. It's just hard for me to imagine how you fit in time. If you go to bed at any kind of reasonable hour, I just know how many hours of the day there are and there aren't enough. And then forget about like cooking in your house and keeping your act together. And I know people have people who do it, but still you have to manage your stuff. So have ideas and all that. It's, it's just, it's just interesting to think about it. What do you think about time? I mean, I value it so much. I valued it for a long time. I've taken so many things off the board that I do. And for me personally, Image is not something that I'm willing to spend time on. When I'm 90, I can promise you this. When I'm 95 years old, I will not be sitting around saying, I wish I wore more makeup. I wish I had more selfies that look better. I wish I had more followers. You know, I wish I got that outfit right. And I wish more people thought I looked beautiful. I will not be saying that. I will be saying, God, I'm so glad I spent all that meaningful time laughing and with my daughter and, um, with all those experiences, like without being frazzled and rattled and just like always running. It's just the way that I am. So it's interesting to think about how you choose to spend your time. I choose to work when I have to, and then stack all the rest. Another question related to that is, is it, is it possible to be in a good, healthy relationship and also flaunting it all the time? We see so many Hollywood couples They spend years and years flaunting how amazing their life is, their relationship is, their gifts are, how much the person loves them. They're so lucky. They've met their soulmate. They write it on social media. They wax poetic. They gush and they, and everybody watching feels like absolute shit about themselves because either their relationship isn't as good and then it makes them feel bad about themselves or they're not in a relationship And then they feel like shit about themselves or they're not as attractive or their partner doesn't do as much for them. All of this is like to show. And then someone could say that it's aspirational. It's something to look up to. But is it aspirational to look at shiny pictures of rich and famous people showing how in love they are when we're just getting a snapshot? And then that's why people get excited and literally are like parasites when a couple breaks up. That's why a couple has to say, we respectfully ask for your privacy during this challenging time. Because the P- the fans want to say, we respectfully ask for our privacy while you were fucking flaunting it with all your, you know, Lux good gifts and Valentine's Day and all the things that you have that we don't have. So you can't fucking have it both ways. You can't go flaunt how amazing it is and then want your privacy when the shit goes sideways. And I went through it. I, you know, with, with, I went through it with Jason. Like I was like, hit me with it. I, I, you know, and I, I put it on my show that things weren't going well because I didn't want people to think that it was, I don't like people to think that like my life is so great 
and it makes them feel bad, bad about themselves. It's kind of why I don't, every day I post myself the way that I really am in pajamas and my hair wreck and my grays. And I don't care because that's what people really look like. And I don't want to post something that makes people feel bad about themselves. And it's not true. It's effectively lying. It's effectively lying. And I don't like that. And I don't think you can spend so much time producing what your relationship looks like to other people and actually have it be good. I always say you can make a lifestyle out of a life, but you can't make a life out of a lifestyle. So I know that when I'm with Paul, once in a while I want to take a picture of us and look cute or we're doing something funny, but like that takes it takes, it takes something away from our relationship. Like I, I, like in that moment, you know, it's a little bit of like doing a little bit of work, a little bit of work. It's like being on the phone. It's two seconds. And I so rarely do it. And Paul, you know, once in a while we do something really funny and then we later watch it on the story and we laugh and it has not, it doesn't affect our relationship at all. Cause we're not in a reality show. And I, I literally never post about us, but once in a while I'll post something or I'll, I'll post something. I'll be like, can you get a picture of me? Cause the girl does our social said she wants to get a picture of me in a bathing suit this weekend or it's 4th of July or whatever. And I'll like say it like that. Cause I'll feel like a f- real friggin' loser. Cause it's not something I want to be doing, but once in a while I'll do that and I'll feel a little cheaper as a result of it, you know? And so there's no way that people who are posting so much about their relationship and showing so much about their relationship and posing so much about their relationship, there is no way you can successfully do that and nurture the relationship. I do not give a shit. Like Harrison Ford and Calista Flockhart, they're in a good relationship. They went away. They're like, they're not looking for it. There's so many people, even like Blake, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, they do, they have like their goals because they do it in like a comedic way with each other and like they're bantering and you can tell they enjoy it, but they're not flaunting their relationship, you know, and we, and we just believe it because we just know that it seems like authentic. That's not flaunting. That's sharing. There's a difference between sharing and flaunting. I think like I would put like Dak Shepard and Kristen in that same like sharing, but not flaunting. There are some people that do it that way. I feel like even Michelle Geller, Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, so anyway, I think sharing is, is, is means as sharing is a means to possibly having a successful relationship while showing everybody what is going on. But flaunting, I feel like will definitely do damage. And it also means it's like someone who doesn't really have money showing everything they have. Like if you're showing so much, something's missing. was really fun. That was different because it was really liberating. And it's just, this is my place to get things out. Honestly, I just, I'm missing that vehicle and that outlet in my life. So let me know how you think this went. And if you want me to do more of these, because I enjoy it, it's just very freeing. Um, and I want to hear what you think. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you so much. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. 
No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.